You are listening to The Sauna Show, a podcast that explores new ways to combat modern life and reclaim your health and vitality. My name is Sebastian Miro and I'm the CEO of Clearlight Saunas International and a passionate entrepreneur and health enthusiast. I'm sitting down with scientists, holistic health practitioners and change makers in the wellness space to talk about all things detox, health and happiness. So welcome Sam and John. Thank you. Fantastic Thank you. to have you here. Hey, um, what are you actually doing in the world and how did you get here? After you. Uh, <laughs> Ladies first. Uh, so natural health and preventative care is really uh, what we do. Right. Did you, did you have a health story like, like some, some health issues to, to get into that? That's quite a common way actually to. No, I mean, Sam was, has been doing holistic health for 15, 20 years. Yeah. And I've always liked health as a, a tool to be better. Huh. So when I was a kid uh, competing with schoolboy motocross, then I wanted to be more energy. So I saved up my money and bought some sports supplements. And then it just continued from there. So always looking at the, the, the easy way to improve. So be that physically. Um, then I went into my brain and tried to improve my brain and my education. So super super learning and so on and so on. So it's always been a, a journey for me of mm. health, 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 better, 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 better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, I kind of probably, not probably did burn the candle at both ends for a little bit too long <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, but thankfully I stopped. And uh, in my twenties, I was like hell bent on trying to find every way to just, you know, be better and, you know, to feel great and mm. to live a life that I really, really enjoyed. And not only physically, but, you know, emotionally and spiritually. So yeah. that's really how I kind of did the deep dive into health because it was just, okay, I don't really want to live like that where I'm, you know, burning the candle. <laughs> so it's like, no, there's another <laughs> there's another way to live and yeah. I can actually be healthy and really wake up excited about getting up and enjoying the day and creating yeah. a life that I really love. So that was, for me, the health journey. How, how did you start? Did you become a raw being like myself? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I um, I did work experience at um, health retreats. I studied nutrition at college, um, studied skincare, makeup artistry, aromatherapy, right. got into Vipassana meditation, doing those 10-day retreats. It wasn't until I was like in my early 30s that I, you know, did the vegan thing and then um, <laughs> I've more recently become just really flexible and intuitive eating, just yeah. not you know, putting those isms yeah, and, and living, exactly. living with rules. So. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder whether that's an age thing or a progress thing. And, you know, as you go through that or whether that's actually, you know, nowadays that's what people do. They're, they're less mm. about the isms. Not sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I know for me and I know, you know, for both of us really, it's just like, well, what's really going to work for us now, as opposed to this is who I am this is what I've subscribed to and yeah. I'm not even going to use yeah. my gut. You know, it's like yeah. we were really staunch vegans. And then it was interesting. We both at the same time, like we really feel like meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we, we flipped it and just like, okay, well that's what our body's crying out for. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make myself wrong for it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just being in um, allowance and open to, you know, whatever, you know, that intuitive way as opposed to the dogma. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> and um, so so you 
you have a really unique and unusual product that you developed. And um, what was the trigger for you to go into something that has to do, I guess, with hormones, with stress and all the rest of it? What, what was that journey like? That's that's a good one. I mean, for me, as I said, health has always been a big thing. Mm. Um, I think if I'd saved up all of the money that I'd spent on supplements, I'd be a rich guy. Uh, so Maybe you know, not a healthy though. Uh, maybe not. Um, but I, I'd always wanted to do something that worked and something that I could uh, use myself. Mm. So we were sitting in a pub in Auckland um, four or five years ago, I guess, and I was moaning as I normally do, saying, oh, you know, I can't find anything for me. You know, I don't want to go on to testosterone replacement therapy. I'm 47, I was, you know, and getting older. Mm. You know, I, I don't want to stop being the best I can be. So Sam, in a usual way, said, well, why don't you just do something about it? I don't know anything about supplements. I don't know how to make them. Um, so she said in, in a typical way as well, I'll help you and we'll we'll see what we can create. So fast forward a couple of years and we were having a meeting with a, a woman just by chance. So synch- we believe a lot in synchronicity. Mm-hmm. So the synchronicity was she came to meet us to talk about a separate project, nothing to do with men's health. And we're just talking and said, oh, you know, so what are you busy with? She said, oh, I'm just finishing my PhD in male andropause. And oh, really? Wow, cool. And then we just went from there and we said, okay, so if we wanted to develop a supplement that worked for me, what would that look like? And she said, well, well how much do you want it to cost? And so, no, 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 not how much is it going to cost? If we wanted to create something that would work for me, could you do that? So she said, so I've got a clean sheet of paper. I said, absolutely. So she went off and she'd been doing a lot of human clinical trials with certain ingredients, but this was the first time she'd been allowed to just create something. So that's how it began out of a selfish requirement for me. Mm. And it took her about a year to get the formulations right, to get the, the, the papers behind it, the scientific evidence behind it. So then she said, oh, I've created the formula. Um, what do you want to do? Said, so, well, let's make it. Uh, but then, knowing that the sports supplement industry is one of the most, uh, let's say, corrupt mm-hmm. industries, where the rules are so loose in what you can say and what you can't say and what you can put in it, we said to her, "How can we show that we're different?" Mm-hmm. So she said, "Well, get a TGA listing." So, so okay, get on with it. So she listed it and got it listed with a TGA, so we can make all of the claims that the TGA allow us to make for each ingredient and it's been certified and so on. So it's just that, I guess, in a way, a seal of approval. So that's how it's a long answer to a short question, but we created it for me. And then we thought, well, you know, we've got 2,000 boxes in the first production <laughs> run. We better start thinking of selling it because at a box a month, I've got to live a long time before it's finished. Oh, did you actually... Produce enough for the rest of your life. Yeah, and the next life, and <laughs> oh, the one after that. idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did you say male, male andropause? Andropause. Would you mind explaining that? I have not never heard this term before. Yeah, I mean, like we know about menopause for women, so I think that's quite a funny play on words that they go through menopause, mm. and we go through andropause, mm. whatever that means. But as we as we age, our bodies stop doing things. So, you know. Male men have a cycle too. I mean, most people don't know this, but men have a hormone cycle as well. We don't. Is it monthly as well? Just mm, as much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, we don't have um, the same symptoms, but you know, there's sometimes in a month where I feel edgy, 
sometimes in the month where I feel invincible, sometimes in the month where I feel lethargic, and that's hormonal. So male andropause is the process of male aging. So what she's been researching is how men go as they age, what impacts does aging have on the male, and then what can be done about it. So from the age of um, possibly 25, a male's testosterone levels decline naturally. It's just a fact. Um, what they've subsequently found is that an 18-year-old male today will have probably 25 to 30% less testosterone than his grandfather did at 18 through environmental factors, through pollution, through all manner of things. So if you think that we have a natural decline and then we start at a lower point than our grandfather and then the decline's even steeper because of environmental factors, most guys are going through male andropause and they don't know it because I don't know if you know the frog in the frying pan in the mm. pan of hot water. So everything's normal, everything's normal. <laughs> and, you know, what we're, what we're actually seeing is that for the guys, they don't know it's a problem until it's a problem. How would you, what, what are the symptoms of it? And is it the same age? No. I mean, it, because depending on what you do, if you're physically active, if you've got a good diet and everybody's got higher uh, levels of testosterone, free testosterone, you know, we're all individuals, so we have different levels. But in, in general, the starting point for testosterone levels is much lower and the decline in the testosterone levels is much quicker. So if you're starting with that and you've got a poor diet, then clearly it's going to be even faster than it should be. But what do we know? What is the symptoms of male aging? Well, hair loss, skin, elasticity gone, weight gain, in some ways diabetes, because there's a link between testosterone, insulin, and cortisol, weight gain, uh, libido loss, mm. um, sleep patterns. It's a big thing. But of course, in society, we just put that down as, oh, I'm getting old. So I don't want to get old. Mm. I'm happy to age, mm. but I want to be 18 all of the time till you know, they put me in the box. <laughs> I'm pretty passionate about food and, and understanding that, that better. If you think about a supermarket diet, where would you see the pitfalls when it comes to our hormonal balance and health? <laughs> where to start right I, i would i would love to do actually um a movie of going through all and all everything you can buy in a supermarket and just point it out and for most of them it starts like it's wrapped in plastic you know for some things it's not so much of a thing because it's um it was put into the plastic cold but i i know understanding chemistry and and physics quite well if a hot liquid was put in it there's a really high chance that some of the molecules in plastic were actually leaching into I mean, the food Where do, you want, where do you want to start? I mean, we can go... Through mean, each department. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because we were talking to a, a guy um, last week uh, who's a very interesting guy who's selling um, hand, hand sanitizer, organic natural hand sanitizer. And he was telling us they've just got a, um, an inn with a big supermarket, and we won't name names because it's, it's not appropriate, but they were washing all of their lettuce in bleach so where do you want to start yeah yeah and how was the lettuce grown you know so as it accumulated toxins then you put it in the plastic and all the barriers of the plastic and the xenoestrogens which definitely for men is a big issue in terms of hormone in hormone terms health. of hormone disruptors and then you've got the whole concept of is the food living you know how long has it been there if you think of bananas in england or in <laughs> europe they pick them unripe and then they ripen them 
And it's like, that's not how it's supposed to be. So it looks like a banana, but has it got the nutrients of it? And some, I mean, yeah, gosh, the stories that we hear are just horrifying. Some of the fruit and veggies sit there for up to six months in cold rooms, you know. Right. And, it, you know, it's like your question is like, my gosh, where do you start? It's like, <laughs> you talk about this fresh food yeah. for one, and it's like it's so far from fresh. Yeah. And then also how exactly what Sean's saying, how is it grown? And then you look at the processed foods that are in the supermarket aisle, and it's just not food. Like yeah. it's just, and it, and it really, it, it, I'm like you, I'm so passionate about food yeah. because, and, and our disconnect with food about, you know, how it's grown, where it's grown, the miles that it's taken to get to the, to wherever, you know, wherever it's being sold. And then even the energy transference, I'm a big believer in energy and the energy transference and, you know, walk into an angry, into a room where someone's angry, you can feel it, you know, you don't, they don't have to say anything. And then, um, you know, modern food practices like genetically modified crops, um, what they spray on grains to keep the grains fresh, you know, like all the heavy metals which are causing disturbances in our gut and then, you know, the gut being the, the brain, you know, one of the brain mm. centres of our, of our body, you know, it's, just like, it's a minefield. Can we go back to the basics of like what is actually exactly a hormone? Like what does it do in the body? I, I, I actually wouldn't be able to answer this question simply well or at all <laughs> it's like you know it does so much I, you know it has something to do with our mood it has something to do with functions but what are they well there's so many different types of hormones you know we think of hormones as in estrogen or testosterone but you've got cortisol which is a hormone and stress being one of the big problems for um for hormonal imbalances and how stress can affect all the other hormones um But hormones are a, a trigger, aren't they? They're, so it's like a messenger? It's a messenger. So right. so the body releases it to go around the body to hit a certain receptor cell to switch that on, giving it a message. So, you know, for, for testosterone, we'll go into a cell to start protein synthesis. So it's that sort of aspect of each hormone is a messenger in the body. So if you've got no messengers or you've got no places for the message to be deposited then you've got a problem with your hormones. So it's they're really just messengers of the body where the body is telling the other part of the body it's time to work or it's time to switch off. So they're messengers. Do you know if um, adrenaline is a, a hormone? Mm -hmm. Right, so that's that's great. I understand adrenaline in the sense of like when that happens and, 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 you, and you, you know, something, I don't know, dangerous there and your body understands that and sends this out the body does a lot of things at once and of course it's a really fast hormone or well it's a fast mechanism whatever i don't understand the, the, the mechanism exactly and basically what we're seeing there is we understand in our brain something happens or the, the body realizes that something is going wrong or you know and it releases this messenger and then goes to all parts of the body and basically i guess um, digestion will stop at that moment or, or will be really toned down Uh, the muscles in the in the uh, legs will get a lot of energy and so on, right? So it's it's almost like it creates a program of what happens, right? The fight or flight response. That's what kicks in when yeah. you use adrenaline, right? And so I, I guess listening to you and sort of connecting the dots, if there's a normal way of like in, a normal state of hormones that then would create a normal way of that our, our vessel, yeah, our, our, our body body works, if that gets disrupted, 
and suddenly nothing is in harmony anymore, mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah, I mean, that's the big problem with everyday life is we run on adrenaline. So if you think of our forefathers, adrenaline and cortisol were fantastic because when the big bear comes over the hill or you know the saber-toothed tiger, we have to run away. So at that point, the body is fixated on using adrenaline and then the stress hormone cortisol because you know then the blood comes away from your hands it comes away it goes so it goes to your hands and to your feet because you've got to run away or fight that's the fight or flight mechanism the rest of your body is in shutdown mode so mm. it doesn't function so that's okay if you've got a 30 second run away from a tiger but current everyday life is people are running on adrenaline so while they're running on adrenaline nothing else can work and so, you know, that's why it's really important to take care of the adrenals. Most people have adrenal fatigue in this day and age because they're constantly wired, coffee, Wi-Fi, the whole thing. They are factories of, actually, that's the source of, of adrenaline? Yeah. Okay. So that being the case, it's like, what else can function? Well, nothing can function because you're constantly in this fight sense and you're burning the body out because... It's like um, a nitros kit on a car. You press the nitros and you go really fast for 10 seconds. If you keep that nitros on, the body's gonna, uh, the car's going to blow up. Yeah. So, you know, the human body is not that different. And yet, every day, the current day is more, more, more. Stress, stress, stress. Mm. So the whole body's hormone system goes, I'm not required to do anything. And I can't do anything because the body's preoccupied with maintaining itself. But actually, it's not maintaining itself; it's destroying itself. It's the kind of the difference between how stress can be really beneficial for us. Like you know, I thrive on stress sometimes. Like if I've got a, a tight deadline to to meet, that stress response for me gets me really productive. But if you keep that going, that level of stress for long periods of time, it turns to chronic stress, and that's when it's stress is not going to be our friend. Mm. So it's like balancing of that. Exactly what Sean was saying, like about how the saber-toothed tiger, yeah, stress is a great thing in that example because it's like you've got to get out of there, you know, mm-hmm. so you don't die. But you can't maintain that or the body is just going to, you know, it's just going to constantly in a state of stress chronically is going to shut stuff down because and, you know, deteriorate, you know, vital, vital functions. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, in today's life, that's why I feel that, you know, especially with, you know what you know what we're trying to do why we're seeing so many people get great results with you know some of the products that we make is because people are so stressed these days you know what i mean like the stress of like just the simple the amount of information that we're we're intaking each day the news or social media or the comparisons on social media or you know just the demands on our day-to-day life like I know for me, you know, we've got such a cruisy life, really. But sometimes I'm like really stressed. I'm like, oh my god, I'm trying to, you know, do too much. Like mm. I'm, I need to get down to the beach for a swim in the afternoon, and then I've got to get back and you know cook the dinner. And if I don't get it done by seven thirty, then we're going to be eating at eight thirty, and it's like, it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and you know, compound that with somebody who's actually having a, what I would say, really stressful life. Like you know, living in the city, getting up in the morning, maybe having to work two jobs. You know the current situation that we're all living in with, you know, maybe not being able to go to work because mm. things are shut down, um, having to meet the mortgage repayment or, you know, I don't know what people in the city, you know, like the the house or the, the, the car or the kids through school or the this or that, then you have an argument with somebody and then mm. it's 
something happens at work and then, oh, social media, I haven't, you know, connected with so many people and it's like we're walking time bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I know about a few techniques sort of to get out of, you know, fight and flight, which is meditation, sport to a certain degree and, and other things. Does that actually trigger then hormonal responses in the body that... Mm, changes the messaging changes the hormonal mix that our body creates or or is that just the precursor and something else happens or yeah, I mean, <laughs> you think anything that you do that is is going to let go of that chronic stress is going to be beneficial for your hormonal system so for instance anything like meditation or having a sauna mm -hmm. and you know especially in your saunas you really love it you know have half an hour at the end of the day and just quiet in the mind or Anything that gets us out of that fight or flight is going to be beneficial. You know, they've done um, studies on meditation. They've done studies on, I don't know, all sorts of things. Like even laughing, you know, they do those laughing yeah. courses. Um, yeah. Going, you know, exercise, fantastic for regulating all that balance. I think the, the key in all of it is if you can get to a point of um, balance, then the body will do what it needs to do. So if you're stressed out and you've got the adrenaline running the show, if you can then do any technique that will bring the adrenaline levels down, mm -hmm. then that will allow whatever hormone levels you've got within your body to function and do what they need to do. Body does know what it needs to do. But if it's amped up and got you know some sort of supercharged hormone, which is effectively the master controller controlling everything, nothing else has a chance. Well, you talk about it really beautifully with testosterone and how when you're really stressed, because we couldn't work out why really young guys were interested in our product, for example. And it's a really good example because, you know, they've naturally got high testosterone levels, mm. but they can't work out why they're suffering from the issues that one would suffer if they had low testosterone. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that they've got low testosterone, sorry, high t low testosterone. It's to do with their cortisol. And then the way you explain it with the bully thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, basically... Um... As Sam said, we, we couldn't understand why young guys were buying the product yeah. and getting such good results. Yeah. So we asked the science team. But at the same time, there was a study came out from Harvard and Cambridge University did a joint study looking at 20-year-olds' hormonal profiles. And they found that the cortisol levels were massively high. So the cortisol is effectively the school bully, and it's the master hormone. So it controls, you know, if you've got inflammation, if you need inflammation, And it's part of that adre adrenaline fight or flight. So in small doses, cortisol is very good. So if you've got an injury, the doctor will try and put it in your shoulder, which I'm not a medical person, but I wouldn't have it because it causes a false sense of security. But cortisol is the master hormone in the, in the system. So when it's present, it competes with the sex hormones in the receptor sites. So cortisol will always win. It's like the school bully. If cortisol is present, testosterone or the female hormones don't work as well because there's not as many sites for them to attach to. Just quickly, when you say receptors... So, so each cell has a receptor. Every, so we're talking about the whole body, basically. Yeah. You know, so, so the whole body can't listen. Correct. can't hear it because yeah. um, it's already bullied by Correct. Yeah, Correct. cortisol. So as we get more stressed, then the cortisol levels go up. As they go up, nothing can, can work as well. So that's what they found in the Harvard-Cambridge uh, studies where that the young people had high cortisol levels. Mm. And with that, then they came out with that the testosterone 
or the, the estrogen progesterone can't work as well because the cortisol is running the show. What were the, what were the symptoms and issues that these people had or normally have when they have such a high level of either cortisol? I mean, in, inflammation diseases, like, you know, there's an awful lot of arthritis going on now, which is inflammation of the body, which is, you know, dependent on stress, cortisol. I mean, we're not doctors, you know, so we're going by anecdotal evidence and what our network tell us and what the science team tell us. But you can see the incidence on autoimmune diseases coming on. Again, that's through the, the presence of stress hormone. It can be lethargy because if you're amped up, sleep is very bad too. Maybe it's the melatonin not working in the brain. There's many different things that are the symptoms. I think our guys were saying they notice that they recover better when they've got their cortisol under. Um, they perform better and they sleep better and they have better energy. Mm. So... You know, if you think of life as is quite disruptive for most people, whether they're working night shifts. We had a great um, conversation with a guy who's a fireman who's 24. And he said, you know, this has helped me deal with my shifts. It's helped me deal with my sleep. I've got more energy for my family when I'm actually at home. And he put that down too. He was bringing his stress levels down. He was strengthening his adrenal function so that the, the overproduction of cortisol ceased. So his actual hormone profile could do what it needed to do for his body. And also um, the mental aspect as well, like a little bit of depression, like if, especially with guys, like with really low testosterone, um, you know, the symptoms of, you know, mild depression or even chronic depression, you know, depending on how long you leave it for. So a lot of guys, you know, report that they just feel better, mm. you know, they're not as, not as low. So it's a whole, whole host of things. Mm. But I think because it's subtle, you don't know it. So it's, it's again, you know, a lot of people say to us, oh, I don't need that, I'm perfectly fine. It's not a problem. But then you look at them or when they talk a little bit more about their life, they, it's clear that they are that frog in that boiling pan. They just don't know it. Mm. And like most people think it's normal to get, like, the flu every year, like the common cold at the change of seasons. I don't have that belief. I haven't had a cold in 10 years because, <laughs> you know, we look after ourselves with our... Mm you know, nutrients and make sure we eat well and, you know, get fresh air and sunshine and just live a healthy life. But it'd be surprising the number of people who think, oh, yeah, I just have a lot of mucus in my nose. That's normal. You know, it's like, well, it's not normal. It's a it's a sign that there's something going on, but that's their state of normal. It's like we've all got our base level of, you know, what's normal for me, what's normal for you. You know, I thought it was just normal to get a real thumper of a headache, you know, once a month just prior to my cycle starting. But since started, I started taking, you know, the herbs and balance, I don't get that anymore. It's like I never really had any health issues, but something obviously wasn't in balance for me and the herbs helped balance that out. What it was, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. But I know, like for myself, the change and that was what I just set my base normal as. Mm -hmm. And so many of us go walk around thinking, oh, yeah, it's, it's normal to wake up feeling tired. I need three cups of coffee to get going in the morning. It's like, well, that may be your normal, but that's not my normal. Yeah. <laughs> so j just to compare that, I, I want to ask you in a moment how your the, your product and herbs in general can, can help with what we described. But is, is the problem in women the same? Is this also cortisol? Is this also adrenaline or is it is it different? 
I really, I really don't know. I'd love to say I knew exactly. I really don't know, but I'm really fascinated by people and fascinated by different generations. And what I, you know, we you know, love people watching and everything like that. And what I'm noticing and, and because I've been dealing with customers who come to the store in our online shop for 15 years, it's interesting to me to, to listen to um, the different types of questions that people are now posing. And it seems to me that more and more girls these days and from a younger starting point have, have really messed up hormonal issues. Like they've got, whether they're suffering from things like endometriosis or polycystic ovaries or um uh, or, you know, really bad, bad cycles where they, you know, just knocked out for a couple of days or, you know, heavy bleeding or things like that. It's a sign that there's something, something's not quite right. Mm. And um, so your question of the symptoms are the same. No, I mean, my personal opinion is, and this is just my personal opinion based on the research that I've done and how I felt taking things like the pill, which is a synthetic hormone, mm. which is just creates havoc for the for the body because you're putting a synthetic hormone in there and um, what that does I've got there was an article a really fabulous article that was written in a magazine years ago which I've kept which just outlines all the problems with the pill you've also got tampons which are conventional ones which are laced with toxins which are going into a really highly absorbable part of the body mm. which create problems for hormone levels you've got you know, drinking out of a plastic water bottle, the xenoestrogens, especially if you carry that round all day in the car. I mean, we all know these things now, but the number of people that still do it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> we just can't do that. You know, these plastics, these xenoestrogens, you've got, you've got personal care products like your, your deodorant, mm. um, you know, whether it's got aluminium or whether it's got parabens or whether it's a whole toxic soup. Um, the women use an incredible amount of skincare products and makeup and that's going right on the skin, which is semi-permeable. So I, my personal opinion is it's our modern life. You know, we're, we're, we're living in a toxic soup and you branch out to, you know, just the cities that we live in, you know, breathing in the smoke and um, how that has an effect on the body. So, Man. <laughs> it, so, it sounds just so ignorant. You know, how did we get to this point where we feel all right um, using these products? If we know, we probably don't know as much. Working for these companies, like I, I grew up with having a couple of uh, people in our community that work for really big chemical companies, and I, and I knew they had scandals and they had some products that I even back then where I didn't know much, didn't agree with. And these people get celebrated by our society as like they earn a lot, they're amazing managers, they, you know, run whole plants making toxins, you know, making toxic products. That's really odd. That really has to change. And I, I don't think it is actually, I'm sure it's possible. I guess it's education at the end of the day and just being able to find the right research that actually explains how this all works. I mean, I think the beautiful thing is like how resilient the body is. It's like we like literally the body is withstanding all this stuff that it's being bombarded with every day. So it's like if you can walk around functioning in mm. the world and functioning being, a, you know, <laughs> depending on what level of functioning <laughs> Participating is. joyously in exactly. life. Yes. If you can do that mm. when you're living in a city, when you're applying all that crap to your body, whether it's personal care or, you know, junk food or even just food that you think is kind of healthy but from the supermarket man imagine how good you could feel and imagine what your life could be if you just tweaked a couple of those things and um because the body's quite simple there's not that many things that can go wrong with it we've either got toxins mm. 
like we're either getting too much of something which is harmful or we're deficient in something which is essential or we're um, in that chronic state of stress. Which is our mind, basically, more or less. Huh? Oh, well, that, I guess, you know, it can put stress on your body as well and that will trigger certain things. Now, let's get to the good part. Um, so there's something you can do beside different exercises and living a healthy lifestyle from a sense of having enough sleep, doing your exercises, and there are certain exercises I'm sure that are better for hormonal health than others. I know that for as, as you, go, you get older, uh, to build your testosterone up, um, weight, weight lifting is a really good one. But I don't even understand why I need testosterone. So we have to go there first, <laughs> and then we keep going. So um, should we go next to... Um, actually what what your herbs do or should we go next to well what do we actually need in the body to fight this like what are the hormones that are the good guys i think take a step back okay um you know what sam touched on and what you were speaking about there is uh is why is it the way it is well it's clearly toxins um so before you do anything it's about getting rid of the toxins because certainly for men the xenoestrogens uh, attached to the key areas, so prostate, um, testes, and so on. So they block the receptor sites. Coming mainly from plastic bottles, yeah, zinc, water, or something else as well? Uh, Anything where plastic is used. Exactly. Yeah. Liners of packets. Yeah. Uh, the of coffee cups. Probably as well. Everybody says BPA-free, but there's BPPA, which yeah, well, is just me. a substitute for, <laughs> yeah. the, for the bad stuff. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, just a different... It's yeah. back to your point there. Some manager said, well... You know, we got a load of this BPA. Well, well, if we just tweak this, then we say it's BPA-free, but it's actually BPPA, which is probably worse. So, you know, there's a whole gamut of toxins that the body's been targeted with. So one of the reasons why we invested in ourselves with one of your saunas was because that's a great way to get rid of toxins. If your body's toxic and your receptor sites are full, there's nothing you can do because if the, the xenoestrogen is a much um, stronger molecule because it's synthetic than testosterone. So you can't, if you haven't got that out of your body, it doesn't matter how much testosterone you put in, there's no receptor sites in the key areas to get it. So detox is the first thing. So whether that's going on a, an organic diet, whether that's um, fasting, whatever that seems to be, for us it's using the, the, the infrared sauna to, to get rid and, you know, rid the body of what it is as part of our weekly ritual so that when you do put things in that will support the body to make it its optimum hormone profile, when it's made those hormones, those hormones can then get to the receptor sites where they need to go. So the first thing in everything has got to be a detox before you come anywhere near anything that we do or that anybody else does before you do testosterone replacement or SARMs or steroids or whatever. If you haven't got your receptor sites open, it's wasting your money. So we always say to people, detox. And we always tell people, if you can, get a sauna or go and use a sauna because that really is a fundamental of getting it, those little buggers in there that won't release, you know, to, <laughs> to the body to excrete them. Right. So that would be the first thing that I would say. Nothing else really matters. If you're toxic, whatever you put in there isn't going to work optimally. So detox yourself first. Yes, yes. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like one of the features of an infrared, of a good infrared sauna with the right wavelength is that you create something that's called resonance frequency. That's more or less the frequency of water and a little bit 
or a mixture of other frequencies and that makes parts of the body vibrate a really really yeah. subtle level but what we know is it shakes toxins faster off so i could imagine thinking about the uh, the mechanics of of a cell then the receptor sites then let go of whatever is stuck or correct you know, on it it moves into the bloodstream or whatever in lymphatic system and moves out of the body to then be free to hear a new message yeah correct yeah and i think that's what people don't get is there's nothing wrong with you that can't be fixed but you've got to get rid of those old messages to allow the body to receive the messages it's due to receive so that's that's what i would say would be the first key thing is to get the detox pathway sorted out mm -hmm. and it's important to have a strong liver it's important to have a strong gut function because you shake the molecules out and they've got to either pass through the liver to to be processed and then through into the gut but if your gut health's poor and then you reabsorb i mean that's certainly for um the estrogen uh situation in the body if the body thinks it's producing too much testosterone it will convert to estrogen it's just a feedback loop in the body so if the receptor sites aren't open and the the pituitary hypothalamus says oh too much testosterone convert to the balance and then your liver's not strong enough to detox that or get rid of it or it gets to your gut and then absorbs through the gut lining the conversion process is create something worse than in guys estrogen it's more toxic than estrogen for for the guy so you've really got to have this whole elimination pathway sorted out so whether it's colonics whether it's uh, raw food diet whether it's beetroot smoothies or collation zeolites or whatever you've got to make sure that when you shake it loose with the sauna you've then got the rest of the stuff in play to to detox rather than retox so <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> retox we don't want retoxing no we do not yeah and i guess saunas also help just taking that fight and flight mode off you exactly taking that edge off oh that makes a lot of sense so now what happens then well when when you're um when your body's ready and is doing what it needs to do you there's nothing you need to worry about so if you've got a good diet if you're um, managing your stress if you've detoxed your pathways the body should be able to produce the right levels of each hormone because the, you've got the blueprint in your dna to do all of that uh sadly you know with the modern society we don't have that or the blueprint may have changed or the diet may be such that it's not got the key building blocks for the hormones so the body may be saying build this build this but if it hasn't got the the building blocks maybe it's not going to work so it's again about making sure the body's got all it needs to do to do what it needs to do so a fundamental for us in in everything we do is as much education as we can give people as much self-awareness because if people can get to the optimum without buying something that would be ideal mm -hmm. you know that's you know teach a, a man to fish and feed him for life you know and that story we'd prefer people to be able to take ownership of their own health and pick bits that work for them because not everybody's going to do the same thing some people like the carnivore diet and get great results with that some people like the vegan diet some people get great re results with that what we would like is people just to find what works for them and then get everything they need and then if they need something extra to to know where to come to get unbiased advice if that makes sense yeah yeah so how do herbs fit into the picture 
it's it's such a fascinating story and also a fascinating product that i would just love to hear like you know we sort of like set the scene actually and saying like this is what you can do about hormonal balance and you know as you said there's no silver bullet no magical pill but there is this aspect of it and since you you put these things together and you've worked with medical yeah. people it's it would be great if you explain <laughs> that part part so, of the story so my favorite saying in this interview we've got to take a step back yeah. so i think it was independent before sam and i got together i no, just after we got together we heard of a a, a supplement bergamot bergamot Oh, Bergamon. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. there was a, a, a guy we were working with in the UK who'd done a lot of the clinical trials for this supplement. And he was telling us that he'd, he'd working with Dr. Ross Walker, who's a top cardiac um, surgeon in Sydney. And they'd figured out that Bergamot had got a certain signature that would reduce cardio stress and cardiovascular disease. But it's not just bergamot from your garden. It's a specific Calabrian bergamot. So there's a biosignature of herbs, which is what Sam was saying about what's in your garden is probably what you need. So this is a bit woo-woo and a bit wacky, but they found not all bergamot bergamot is created equal. So coming to, to when we were looking to make the reboot and the balance, we said to the, the science team, we want herbs that work because I'd read in Men's Health that fenugreek is great for testosterone. So I nipped down to the health store, bought a bag of fenugreek, smelt like an Indian takeaway, and you know, I didn't really feel a lot of effect, so she thought that was funny. And it was, well, not all herbs have that effect, so not all fenugreek will elicit that response. It's a fenugreek from a certain region, and it has to be processed in a certain way. The same with tribulus, the same with ginseng, the same with saffron. That it's a very specific biosignature of, of the herbs. By the way, um, we had Mason Taylor from Superfest on the show a couple of times, and he talks about something that's called didal, which is, which means if you have a didal herb, it's a herb that has been grown in its perfect latitude, altitude, with the right yeah. climate, and so on. And so it seems to be not only in classical Chinese medicine mm. and traditional Chinese medicine, but also actually, as you said, yeah. in all other areas. And and also, um, the herb could be grown in its uh, its perfect scenario, but if that herb in that in that location doesn't have that active, it's not going to work. So that's part and parcel of what we tried to do with this was to get the herbs that had been tested to work, the herbs that had got the active in that would elicit the response. Because you can go into any health food store and pick up any testosterone supplement and find fenugreek or tribulus and a few other bits. But unless they're the the actual location, you can't guarantee that they work, which is why not all supplements or nutraceuticals are created the same. So part of our um, situation when we were formulating this was we want the exact herb from the exact place that was done in the clinical trial the same quantity, so it will elicit the response because we want to be able to look at the people in the eye and say, this is as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when we came to do our second batch, it was quite funny because um, we added in saffron and saffron had just been clinically trialed to reduce depression. And in the clinical trials in humans had found it was actually more effective at reducing depression than two of the most popular antidepressants. 
So if you think that when you're depressed, your stress levels go up. So then if you actually calm the body down and reduce the stress with the saffron, it's going to actually allow the testosterone boosters to work so much more. And they'd found this in their studies that it was helping people um, reduce their stress levels. So we said, okay, we want that saffron in our product because clearly it's going to help with the stress pathways, clearing the body to allow the herbs that are already in it to work better. So when we got to that point, um, the cost of production went through the roof. And uh, one of the team said, oh, we can we can reduce that cost of production for you. We can put this in and we can put that in. And we sat there for about an hour and said, shit, the cost of production is really, really high. Um, what are we going to do? And we both came to the same conclusion. It's like, just put the good stuff in. Mm. So we went back to the guy <laughs> and he said, you guys are insane. Why are you doing that? I said, well, when you're talking about the tribolis, the tribolis, it's one of the herbs, mm -hmm. tribolis terrestris. Mm -hmm. Can you guarantee that what you're suggesting, which is a quarter of the price, will have the same effects as the full price one? Mm. He said, yeah, 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 we think it can. I said, no, no, will it or will it not? Can you guarantee it? No, I can't guarantee it, so forget it. Mm. We'd already come to that conclusion, mm. but we said just we want the best herbs in of this formula because... You know, I, as I said to you in the beginning, I spent fortune on supplements that didn't really work. And the last thing I want to do is being talked to people face to face or on the phone, knowing that I've cut corners, knowing that we've cut corners. So each one of the herbs in the, the balance and the, the reboot has been sourced from the area and then put in, in the, the quantity that we used in the human clinical trials, which is why with the TGA, we can make the claims because those claims have been substantiated in human clinical trials. Actually, I wanted to come back to the TGA because not everyone knows what the TGA actually does. And um, and now I actually make the connection why this is so important mm. to you because you're basically saying that the uh, therapeutic good administration um, allows you to make certain claims because you have a link between the original tested version of a herb in a clinical study, and therefore you can Correct. you can guarantee that. And the TGA has a certain process, I guess, to Correct. audit that this is definitely used and so on, right? Exactly. Well, they're the ones yeah. who approve the claims. So, you know, we have a list of claims for each ingredient that we can legally say. Can you give me some, just for fun? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam can, okay. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we can talk about how it um, may help to uh, improve immune response in the body. Uh, we can talk about how it may help to um, alleviate the symptoms of mild anxiety and mild depression. We can talk about... Um, uh, about Cardiovascular, cardiovascular health. health, thyroid health, um, blood sugar modulation, healthy hormone balance. You know, you know the um, specifically, you know, reproductive hormone um, function. That's huge. Hmm. Yeah. Why would you not take that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think the, the that's a really good point, Sebastian. The reason people uh, and what we found over the the time is if you. I don't know, giving away my youth, if you drop a ephedrine tablet, which is painkiller, painkiller, oh, speed. Yeah, you know, ephedrine, it used to be legal, so I'm not breaking any laws. <laughs> but you used to take an ephedrine tablet, your eyes would dilate and you'd be like, really, you'd feel it. Ah. If you take a, a, you know, 
a reboot or a balance, it's not going to give you a kick. It's, which it's, are your product. Yeah, yeah, which it's it's not. So it's like the reverse of the frog in the pan. Mm-hmm. You get better gradually. And when you look back, you go, wow, I've moved from there to here. Wow, that's incredible. Now, some people notice instable, instant results. You know, some people say, oh, wow, my libido came back within a week or I've got more energy, I've got more sleep. But what we're trying to do is manage people's expectations of it's not a magic pill. You're not going to take it and 40 minutes later, you're ready for action. This is a lifestyle aspect. So it's something that if you do for a month or two months, you will feel better. But it's a continual process. It's like eating good food. It's like drinking clean water. It's part of a daily ritual. So why would you not take it? Well, a lot of people want a quick fix. I want to go down to McDonald's and I want to be healthy. I want to drink 40 pints on an evening and drive my car home and go and you know do whatever to the wife or the husband. You know, it's That society, we're conditioned to, I want it and I want it now. Whereas this is coming back to the ancients, which is, going to take a bit of time but it will help you it will allow you to do it and it's actually empowering you to do it for yourself not giving away your power to somebody else to tell you what to do why do you think it helps with libido for example do you understand or do you have a good theory of of how these i do so so, you know bearing in mind i'm not (laughs) not a medical i'm just a human being i'm the avatar of this i created this for me um a lot of uh, people look at it as they're getting older, guys, saying, my testosterone level's going down, so I need to supplement testosterone, which is why they go for TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, where they're adding in exogenous testosterone. Why this works is, it, it's like what I was saying before, if you put high-octane fuel into a banged-out car, you're going to blow the car up. It's not going to work. If you're carburetor or your jets or your engines coked up or the brakes don't work or you've put substandard fuel in it's not going to work so what the reboot and the balance do is say okay let's leave the sex hormone testosterone or um, estrogen progesterone till the end let's prepare the car so the first part of preparing the the body the car in this case is to strengthen the adrenals strengthen the body's ability to respond to stress and then also to deal with reducing the stress levels within the body. So it it builds a platform because if that's out of control, nothing you can put in from a sex hormone point of view will work. Mm -hmm. We then have cinnamon in there, which the cinnamon we use has been shown to really reduce insulin resistance. So in some of the human trials, it alleviated the symptoms of type 2 diabetes because insulin in the body will also stop testosterone working while insulin's present so if you have a big meal and your blood sugar goes up and then your insulin response kicks in no testosterone will be produced or used because it's the body's too busy with the insulin so in this world you know type 2 diabetes is more prevalent than ever before And if you've got type 2 diabetes and you're taking insulin shots, your male hormones uh, will be all over the place. And I mean, it's a common fact, you know, a lot of type 2 diabetics are impotent because, you know, that's the whole situation with the insulins running through the body, receptor sites aren't fully functioning and, and, and. So we start with helping the body deal with the stress then start boosting the insulin sensitivity 
So your body's better able to deal with a smaller amount of insulin. So less insulin in the body, more time for the testosterone to work. Mm. So we've prepared the, the vehicle, the vehicle being the body. And then the final bit is the tribulus, the fenugreek, um, the coleus and so on, just which will help the body. I mean, these are herbs that have been proven in the human trials to do things in the body to make the body produce more testosterone and also more free testosterone because guys get caught up with, oh, I've got a high testosterone level, but I'm still you know, not functioning properly. Well, that's because you've got testosterone and then you've got free testosterone. Free testosterone is the amount of testosterone floating around your body, which your body can use. And there are, there are receptor cells in the body and other little things in the body which go around and steal testosterone. So it's actually your free testosterone level, which is the most important because you, know, you could have a testosterone level of 800, but if you've only got a low free testosterone level, so what? All that means is your body's converting that testosterone to estrogen to eliminate. Mm. So how this works is to say, okay, we're not going to put anything extra in the body and there's no point getting the body to make things it can't use. Let's create the perfect environment for the body to function optimally. And that's the point of difference. That was what working with the the PhD who specialised in male ageing was to say, well, male ageing is about testosterone coming down, but there are other factors which have a bigger impact on the body than just the testosterone coming down. And that will be the same for the ladies too. But for testosterone, take out testosterone and say the female sex hormones. Amazing. <laughs> well done. Um, well, that's credit to our team. I mean, you know, it's great to work with one of the top uh, doctors who specialises in <laughs> in male ageing and also female ageing. You know, yeah. I mean, it's such a beautiful gift to have that resource available. And and he was open to work with our crazy ideas because, you know, she said in all of her years of formulating products for people and testing things for people, she never had two crazy people like Sam and I who said, it doesn't matter how much it costs, it just needs to work. And she was like, yes. we don't have to do a P&L and a... a well, you know, we can do that afterwards, but, you know, we just make it work. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I think that's a new way to do business because it's so sustainable. You know, people, the work will get out. Yeah. And, and it's getting out, of course. Well, what's the difference with what you guys do? You know, yeah. your saunas work. Yes. And, you know, you damp, you take care of the little bits like, you know, the EMF damping and things that who would actually think of. And when you were saying about, you know, people right on the trend of you know fenugreek is good but it's actually the wrong fenugreek stuff yeah. like that you can see that everywhere yeah. right like when people hear saunas are good like no not every sauna not every infrared sauna is actually good the opposite like some of them are really not good and it's probably the same as like oh i heard water drinking is good hmm. you're not out of plastic bottles yeah, yeah and not if it's you know treated water and so on there's so much to it um I w I, i'm i'm really excited about the future because i think there will be a mechanism to get informed better and to choose to have untinted information yeah. about things and that will make it way easier to choose the right product. I think it's also um, important is you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, our products are $120, mm. which people say is expensive. And I say, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? Oh, three or four. So, I mean, even the cheapest coffee I found is $4 a mm. cup. So you basically, depending on where you buy it from and what you do, is you're putting in a toxic coffee with mold yeah. at four, four dollars, eight dollars, twelve dollars a day. 
And yet we're selling something which is $4 a day, which if you've got everything else right, it's going to work. Yeah, of course we can make it for $40, but it ain't going to work. So, And it's it's the same with, you know, everything is... That's it. It's not to overcharge, no. you know. And I mean, if you look at some of the, the products available on the internet now, so if you want to do peptides or sans or things like that, um, they're $180, $240. And people are buying those like crazy because they've got sexy names like, you know, human growth hormone or uh, <laughs> testosterone. It's like... So I have nothing against that. If that's what you want to do, mm. please do it. But there's no science behind it or mm. it's, you know, you signed a disclaimer when you check out saying, you know, the FDA or the TGA have not regulated any of these statements and we cannot mm. guarantee blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, so you're prepared to buy that for that because that's back to the quick fix mm-hmm. or you're going to take some changes in your life and take some time and buy something. And it's just perception. So I, I think you're right. Times are a changing, but it's about the education because one of the things that Sam and I get really pissed about is somebody wants to do something for themselves and they're really committed to being healthy. Yeah. And let's say they want to buy a sauna. They've been unfortunate. They've not mm. met you or anybody who's got one of your saunas. Mm. So they look on the internet and they go, why is this one better than this mm. one? And what's this? Oh, this one's a bit cheaper. Oh, oh that's a bit. Oh, this one's got a nice nice lady in it or mm. nice man in it, whatever it is mm. they've no idea so they make a choice and it's just a shame there can't be a little tick somewhere that says actually the clear light one is the one that you need because it's going to be yeah. everything that you wanted and more yeah. and then every time you explain it they go oh well they would say that that's their marketing so for us it's about in our situation providing the information mm-hmm. in the best way possible to allow people to make an informed choice if they choose to do it, great. If they choose to go another way, that's great too. But it's a, just about the education process, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Hey, um, if people want to find out more about your products, what's the best way to go about that? Uh, on the websites. Yeah, so it's either begenki.com.au. So it's B-E-G-E-N-K-I.com.au. Mm-hmm. Or bespunky.com.au, so S-P-U-N-K-I. You're shipping worldwide? We do, yeah. Fantastic, that's really good to know. And um, do you have an Instagram or Facebook? Be Genki, no, bespunky is just bespunky, but begenki is B-E and then underscore G-E-N-K-I, yeah. Perfect. Oh, terrific. How exciting. And how exciting to do this together too, hey? Yeah. Yeah, Well, Well, sort of together because you have your own. (laughs) thing there but sam's the the boss clever one reasonable <laughs> level i'm the <laughs> <laughs> which isn't there something to be said that this is actually a natural a, a really good like someone who has a good hormonal level that that's how female and male equate to each other would you say i heard that's something that that, that males are sort of more like the charging ones, the, the the fire that you know go go out and you know and conquer and then come back and rest and co- go out and conquer or or you know or or, or, or you know hunt and then yeah. come back. I don't know what that equates in in nowadays terms. You know we can do all everything no matter which which uh, gender we are. But like when it comes to hormones, I guess there's still a profile of what what the strength is. What do you it's, say? It's Most? a fa- it's a fact. You know, men and women are built differently. We mm. have different quantities of hormones which are more dominant than other hormones that's just a biological fact you know Mm. how we choose to express ourselves well that's up to everybody to choose you know Mm. if you want to 
however you want to express yourself in life that's a fact you know that's your choice and more power to you to as long as it's not violent or you know, <laughs> doing harm oh, my thanks. opinion but there is a fact you know yeah women have there. different biological functions yeah. than men so well that yeah. i mean you're just more calm you know i'm, I'm like <laughs> definitely not calm whereas sam's calm no it'll be okay we'll sort it out whereas i'm out of the door and you know throwing things around in the yard and all of that stuff thanks for that no worries thank, thank you. you well thank you so much for coming that was fantastic and i wish you all the best for your product and um yeah hits hits up for your integrity that you bring to the table i think this is the new norm and should become the new norm and and people understand it you know the newer generations coming in as well as the oldest they get it and um yeah i hope you do really well because of it thank you and thanks for having us and thanks for your amazing product as well because we very much enjoy and benefit from it so hats off to you thank you thank you awesome Guys, thank you so much for listening to The Sauna Show. My name is Sebastian Mirau, and this episode was sponsored by Clearlight Jacuzzi Saunas, the world's leading provider of superior quality, full-spectrum infrared saunas. You can find more information and resources for this podcast at thesaunashow.com, all one word, or on Instagram at thesaunashow. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with friends. Until next time, have the best day ever.